0: I'm Lindsay Maloney, and this is the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I built a six-figure coaching business while raising my three babies and working a nine-to-five, and I'm here to help you break free from the hustle mentality that's been holding you back from reaching your full potential so you can know your worth, step into your own power, and of course, book your dream clients. welcome back to a brand new episode of the book your dream clients podcast we have Christina linkowski with us today she is a forward-thinking publicity strategist and educator for online course creators service providers and coaches looking to expand their credibility, bring in new customers and go from best kept secret to go-to expert in their industries. And today we're really gonna focus on podcasting, how to get on other people's podcasts, how to repurpose the content and how to get more visible using this modality. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Christina, welcome to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so excited to have you on.
1: Thank you. I am so, so excited to be here and talk with your audience about you know how they can get some more visibility from being a guest on podcasts.
0: Yes. I know this is always a subject that people are a little bit scary to l- listen to because then it's so action packed and they know they actually have right. to go do the things. <laughs> so I, I think Dang that it. Christine is yeah, yeah. going to make it easy for <laughs> us. So I'm excited, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to us first?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Christina Lankowski, and I am the owner of Publicity by Christina, where I love to help online entrepreneurs go from best kept secret to the go-to expert in their niche. And I think that one of the best and easiest ways to do that right now is by being a guest on podcasts. So that's something that I really specialize in, and I absolutely love doing. And um you know, I just, I have seen the the difference in my own business that it makes. And I just want that for more and more entrepreneurs.
0: Mm, I love it. And I think this is a, a must listen episode, even if you haven't been on a podcast before. Um, and it's something that you're playing around with, this is so important. So Christina, why is podcasting the best way?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, how long do we have? No, (laughs) I will keep it short. I promise. Um, Podcasting is an amazing low barrier to entry for anyone that's, that's trying to kind of up their publicity in 2021 or their visibility. And um, you know, the reason for that is there are over 1 million podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. And that just is mind blowing when you hear that stat. Um, Some people find that overwhelming. I find that very exciting um, because that means that there are definitely for sure multiple, multiple podcasts in every single niche that you could Mm -hmm. possibly imagine. Um, So there are 1 million podcasts, but not only that, people are actually listening to them. And I think that's important to note because it's not just like, oh, this is this arbitrary number. Mm
2: -hmm. You
1: know, um, over half of Americans um, have listened to a podcast, 55%. Listen to a podcast and 25%, which is 68 million people listen to them weekly. And I know that's true in my house. You know, my husband and I both have podcasts that we listen to. We have ones we listen to together, um, you know, and that's just how more and more people are becoming. And so the fact of the matter is that there are so many opportunities and the average person who listens to podcasts subscribes to seven podcasts. So it's mm-hmm. not like they just have one or two um, and they might, you know, they might have one or two. They're like their favorites, you know, mm-hmm. but they're listening to seven different podcasts a week. And I think that that's really important to note because it just means that if you're like me, that has a variety in there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I listen to some podcasts. I'm a true crime junkie. What can I say? So I have a couple <laughs> of those kind of podcasts that I listen to weekly. Um, you know, I typically do those after I drop my daughter off for school. <laughs> oh, my well, weekend. that's oh, good. You know, that's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. The um, I don't want to scar. I don't want to be in the therapy. You know, her office, and mom would listen to. My favorite murder every day on the way to school. (laughs) Um, So I have like those that I listen to, but then I have business ones that I listen to, um, you know, weekly and on the regular and stuff like that. Um, You know, uh, so everyone kind of has those ones that they're into. And that is just very, very important to note is that this is absolutely not a fad. This Mm -hmm. is something that is going to become a part of our marketing moving forward. Um, do you see how passionate I'm like talking about this for like multiple minutes here. No, but you know, one thing to note about podcasting is it just got declassified as a niche medium because it has more subscribers than Spotify, than um, Sirius, than Pandora, any of these traditional places that we've heard of. Podcasting is is taking over even those traditional ways to be listening to media.
0: Mm, why do you think it's so popular? I think that,
1: um, you know, personally coming from someone that's, you know, I'm in my uh, late thirties and, um, you know, I think for people like the millennial and kind of into the Gen X, we, um, we don't necessarily want to sit down Mm -hmm. and watch a whole bunch of content, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to have to sit in front of the TV all day to, 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 um, consume content, but Mm -hmm. I still want to learn. Yeah. And I think that's really important to remember is that we all still really want to learn and we want to learn the things that are of interest to us. And so by being able to go on, find a podcast that I find really interesting, a host that I find really interesting, you know, it makes it easy for me to do it and incorporate it into my everyday life. Like mm-hmm. I'm able to do it, like I said, after I drop my daughter off, you know, yeah. at school, I'm able to take those 20 minutes And listen to something, or if I go on a walk later, um, you know, I can listen to something if I'm doing laundry, it just makes it um, more accessible, I think, for people than the traditional forms of of listening to content, which is like radio, when you're in your car, um, you know, TV, when you're sitting in front of your TV, like it just it just makes it much more accessible and really customized to that person.
0: Mm-hmm. It does. I get overwhelmed when I think, oh, I have to watch this 20 minute video in order to move forward totally. with something. It just overwhelms me. Yep. I just let me listen and do at the same time we're multitaskers, Exactly.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So now that we understand the importance of a podcast, obviously I am a huge believer in them because I have one too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, Very, it's, meta. It's, Very meta. Very it's, meta. Yes. It's yes. scary for people to think <laughs> that they could turn into not only just a listener, but then to have one themselves or even be a guest on them. So how can we, how can we break that barrier and show them, um, step-by-step how to make this happen?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, and one thing I want to talk about before I kind of get into the step-by-step is, is a little bit of the mindset around that, Mm -hmm. um, in regards to people being scared to show up. Um, you know, being able to being, being scared that, you know, they're going to make a mistake. They're Mm -hmm. going to say something that comes across wrong or, um, that people, you know, definitely the imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. that creeps up when it comes to being a podcast guest or having your own podcast, you know, that who am I right to be talking about X, Y, Z. And the thing that I just like to point out in this instance is a, (laughs) You you just have to learn to live with a little bit of that fear. It's never mm-hmm. going to go away completely. You know, before I hop on my interview today with you, like I put on my favorite song to pump up, you know, mm-hmm. I do things like that to get myself ready because it's still nerve wracking to be a guest on a podcast and, you know, get out there, put yourself out there. Um, but you will learn to live with it. And um, it, 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 and eventually you'll become excited like I do um, yeah. when I'm going to be a guest on a podcast. It, it, it is a lot of fun also. Um, you know, then the other thing I always like to say is like, what if not being visible was the worst that can happen? What Mm -hmm. if not putting yourself out there was the worst thing that happened? And, you know, how are you supposed to get in front of new customers if you're not willing to kind of put yourself in front of them? Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: that to me is a really big thing to remember with podcasting is like, if you make a mistake, so what, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know you can move on from that. You're, you know, it's going to be fine. People make mistakes all the time and we just move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that that's just important to keep in mind that don't get hung up on this. I'm going to make a mistake. It's going to be okay. And not being visible is literally the worst thing you can do to in regards to growing your business. Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure you can speak to that, but you know, with, in regards to clients and stuff like that, that just struggle with getting in front of people because they're nervous about it, but that's how we find new clients.
0: Yeah. Um, exactly.
1: so anyways, now that I've gotten off my soapbox, what was the original (laughs) question? (laughs) See,
0: Well, I I think it's, yes, no, I think it's good to start out with mindset because everything should, we have to like lock it in and be something yeah. different in order to get different results. And I think yes, podcasting absolutely. is a great way to do that. Like, you know, just at the beginning of our interview, you were like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, this is in video and I could just be comfortable on a Saturday morning and do, and do my thing. And I, that's what yeah. I love about podcasting is it doesn't really, you don't have to get prepared for video or anything like that. You can just sit behind your microphone and talk. Which yep. I could do all day. Um, so yeah. when it comes to <laughs> being on other podcasts or you know getting your podcast out there, it's easy to record for me. And then when we go on other ones, how do how do we make it so other people can actually see it? Because sometimes you record a great episode and you're like, oh, this needs to be heard by everyone, and then it's not, and then we get frustrated and we wonder what the heck is the point of this if nobody hears yeah. it anyway. Yeah. So there are a
1: few things that I, that I would definitely recommend in that instance. Um, and one is, and I, you talk about, so Lindsay has an awesome episode about how to pitch yourself as a guest to podcast that I believe you did in October um, or it released in October. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a fantastic, like step-by-step guide. If you haven't listened to it, you really should go and do that. Um, oh, thank you. But the things that I would do. I thought it was awesome. I mean, literally, I'm like, no, oh, this girl about to take my job. <laughs> um, it, was, it was totally like, you know, all broken down into steps and and stuff like that, which was so nice. Um, but you know, once you get that coverage, kind of where to go from there. And one thing to keep in mind, and you you speak about this, but I really want to harp on it is, you need to make sure when you're a guest on a podcast that you have a clear call to action at the end of your podcast interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Because that's the biggest complaint that I get from people is, you know, well, I went on this podcast and then I didn't really see any traction
2: Mm -hmm. from it. Right.
1: But nine times out of 10, they didn't have a clear call to action at the end of their podcast interview. Um, So the beauty of being a guest on podcasts is that typically at the end, the host will ask you like, Hey, well, how can people find out more about you or what else do you have going on? Mm -hmm. Right. And this is your perfect opportunity to be able to say, hey, here's, you know, a link to my, um, I mean, you'll say it nicer than this, but here's a link to my lead magnet, Mm -hmm. or, you know, here's a way for me to capture your information. Maybe that's even driving them to your social media, if that's the top Mm -hmm. of your funnel. Um, But you need to make sure that there's some strategy behind being a guest on podcasts. And the big thing for that should be at the end, having that clear call to action because that is something that's gonna help move the needle when people do listen you know, to the podcast. Being strategic is um, just super important when it comes to being a podcast guest. Um, but once you are a podcast guest, the ways that I really like to use that content is my big thing that I do, and I have a guy on Fiverr that helps me do this, is I will, um, I'm all about repurposing, repurposing, mm-hmm. repurposing, repurposing your content. So I will ask the host, so like I'll follow up with Lindsay and say, hey, can I get the audio file um, of this of this interview, of the podcast? Mm-hmm. And then I have a guy, um, I make a little graphics in Canva with a couple pull quotes on them.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I, I have a guy who chops them up, puts them together, and then I am able to use that as content on my social media channels, for mm-hmm. instance. So like I will, I will take, a you know, they can't be more than a one minute clip for mm-hmm. Instagram. But I'll find little gems of of things that I said or even that the host said, and I'll have him cut those out, put it with a little graphic, and then I will use that. And I mean, easily out of like a 30 or 40 minute interview, I can get 10 of those, Mm. Um, you know, just little things that I can use. And so that's been an awesome way for me on my Instagram to kind of keep continuing to share that content. And the beauty of that, too, is that the host then is also super excited. Right. Because Mm -hmm. you're also just continuing to share their show that you were a guest on, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and stuff like that. So that's one way that I really love to repurpose content that I think is, you know, a not very expensive, easy way to, to use it.
0: Mm -hmm. What other ways do you like to repurpose your podcast episodes? Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, another great way is to just put them in a blog post. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so if I am a guest on a podcast, um, I like to write a blog that even it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a huge blog, but I'll write a paragraph or two about what we spoke about and then include a link there. And that's Mm. a whole new piece of content for you. Mm -hmm, (laughs) You know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, this is guys, this is what I do. I am like, you know, I'm just like, I got to How can I use this Mm -hmm. multiple different ways? And so one of those ways is a blog and putting it in there and you can backlink to the host as well and stuff like that. Um but I think that's a, a a great way to have a new piece of content based on on um
0: you know the work that you've already done. Yeah, absolutely. That like makes me want to write that down. I've been on so many podcast episodes and you don't even you don't even remember what you all talked about because there's, you know, so much. And then if you make it into blog posts, well, that makes, you know, the Google gods happy and the podcast Mm -hmm. host happy.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I think those are big, those are big things to do. And then, you know, this isn't so much with the repurposing and you talk about this in your episode, but definitely if, you know, you get on a couple podcasts, making sure that those are on your website. So, you know, whether that's on like your homepage, you have a banner, you know, as featured on or as heard on and mm-hmm. you've got some logos or, you know, maybe you have an actual media page on your website where, um, you know, you have different, uh, places that you've been stuff like that, but just making sure that you're making it clear to people that come to your website, like, Hey, I'm, I'm a big deal. I'm mm-hmm. credible. I've been on these podcasts, like, because guys, the credibility factor is up so, so much mm-hmm. by being a guest on podcasts. So for potential clients, for things like that, when they see, oh, this, this lady has been on like five podcasts and two of those are ones that I've listened to regularly. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. she's legit, you know? So making sure that you're really um, doing that. And I do this with like a media page on my website you could do that. That's really easy to do. You know, I just created a new landing page and whenever I'm on a new podcast, I just upload it on there or not. I don't upload the, um, the podcast, but Mm -hmm. you know, put a picture link to it um, on Apple podcast, that type of thing. But you can also just have a banner on your homepage, something like that, Mm -hmm. but making sure that you're including that like in your marketing, Hey, I, I have been a guest on these, these places because Mm -hmm. trust me, it is, it is, a big deal to other people.
0: It really is. It's yes. we're 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 very visual. So if we can see logos mm-hmm. and you're not just, you know, hanging out by yourself, um, which yeah. we all tend to do right away, and that's fine. Um, but Absolutely. then we can see that she takes the initiative to do uncomfortable things, to do things to push herself forward. And that makes me feel inspired. And like you said, like, if you can build those connections, like, oh, she's been on, you know, so-and-so's podcast, I know her. And then it just builds like all these uh, imaginary internet relationships. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Which are some of the best kinds.
0: They are. They are. Yes. Yes. I know. It's my, my husband said to me last night about, he goes, I can't even fathom having friends that I probably will never meet. Cause they talk about all of the, the people that I know, you know, through the, through the podcast, yeah. through, you know, client work or sure. whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I can't even like imagine that. And I said, that's, yeah. I have a whole other life that you just don't know about.
1: I know. I know. That's so funny. Actually, I've never really thought about that. That's so true. I'm totally gonna have to think about that now. Like, maybe I have this dream in my head that like we'll all meet someday. Yes, you know? someday.
0: Like, I mean, I feel that way
1: about all humans right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe
1: we'll meet again someday. Right? What we'll do see. human beings yeah. look
0: like outside of my home? Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know anymore. But I'm looking forward to when I will know again.
0: We we were yes, talking it's... about that on a group call one day. How we all need to meet each other someday so we can see what we look like from the. From the chest down, because all we see is Zoom call <laughs> visuals.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's so true. You're
0: like, who wears pants? That <laughs> great. Yeah, who wears pants?
1: <laughs> That's the best. Oh, I love that. If you ever have a second podcast, you should call it that. Who wears yeah.
0: pants? <laughs> <laughs> Who's wearing pants? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the best. Oh my God. I love that. Yes.
0: Well, okay, Christina, so we talked about, you know, I have a podcast episode about how to Mm -hmm. be a guest, but I would like to hear some of your gems. We all have different methods. How do you like to recommend or how do you get on podcasts that's different from the way that I taught?
1: Yeah. So one of the things I loved, um, you know, how you said, find some podcasts that you're interested in being on, go into um, Apple podcasts or iTunes, whatever you have, and then, um, you know, scroll down to the bottom see that, um, you know, what you might also like, or the other recommended podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a strategy that I use, but I use it a little bit differently. And so the way that I do that is I actually will put in, um, into Apple uh, podcasts, a competitor's name. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't even necessarily have to be like, a comp- like, I'm like, this is my competitor. They right. just have a similar ideal customer to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm going to put them into iTunes and I'm actually going to see, I look at where they've already been a guest. Mm. Um, So if they've been a guest on, let's say, you know, 10 different podcasts before I go into the podcast um, and I can look at it. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is where so-and-so. So so I can say, if you were, if you were a competitor to mine, I'd be like, all right, I put in Lindsay Maloney's name. Mm -hmm. I see where she's been a guest. Um, I go into one of those. I'm like, Oh, this looks like a cool podcast. And then I actually, that's where I scroll down to the, what you might also like. Mm. And that's where I start to find new podcasts to pitch. And, um, what I like there is, you know, you already know that, okay, this particular podcast, like they're interested in what I have to talk about, Mm -hmm. right? Like they've had my competitor on there or someone with a similar ICA. So they're in on what it is that I want to chat about. So what are some ones that are like that, that I think might have that similar audience, Um, so I kind of do it that way from the competitor thing. And and the thing I always like to say about that is that initial podcast, you see that your, um, competitor has been on Mm -hmm. just because they've been on there doesn't mean that you can't. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually I take it as a good sign that that host is actually interested in what it is that you teach. Mm -hmm. You just need to make sure and see what they spoke about with your competitor Um, I don't really like using the word competitor, but that's just what's coming to mind right now because that's not necessarily what I mean, but you know, someone that's similar ICA to you. Mm -hmm. Um and um you can see what they spoke about and then just pitch them on something different. Um, so just you know, come up with a different angle, kind of a different, you know, topic idea, and um then, you know, get out there. So I kind of do it that way by by putting in those competitors' names, looking down to the what you might also like and seeing. Um, you know, what comes up. I -hmm. like to pitch a lot based off that. Um, That's where I'll find a lot of new ones that I never would have known about um, before. So I kind of do that that way. You can certainly also do it like you taught with just putting in a podcast or two that you might know of and seeing what else comes up.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: You know, that's another way to go about doing that. But I think that Apple podcast, iTunes is the best way to do your mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. for the podcast that you want to be on. It's the easiest. It's going to have, you know, the most information for you. So I think that that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that, that I would say that I do, or that I would recommend doing is, um, having a media bio at the bottom of your pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm not sure. Sh- yeah. Okay. I wasn't, I don't think that you spoke about this, but essentially what a media bio is is a little hundred to a hundred and fifty word, like paragraph that just talks about some of your credibility markers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the reason that I do that I do this is twofold. One is that it just gives you that instant credibility. Um, you don't need to put as much in your pitch. You know, you might only put a line or two in your pitch, and then mm-hmm. people are able. The host can see, oh, okay, now here's under the uh, under my signature. Oh, okay, here's the things that she's been featured on. A couple of things that she's done. This is how a, you know, oh, now I see why she could be a really great fit for my, um, the podcast, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the second reason for that is because I get asked this a lot. People ask me like, well, do I need to have a one sheet, a -hmm. podcast, like one sheet in order to start pitching myself to podcasts? And my answer is no, Um, because A, no one likes to get an attachment. From someone they don't know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um so when you pitch yourself as a guest you don't the first time you don't want to be sending an attachment Mm -hmm. um, because they're not going to open it they're not going to take a look at it because they don't know you Mm -hmm. um so by having the media bio at the bottom there they're able to quickly see oh that's what this person has been on okay it's right there they don't have to do anything it's just a Mm -hmm. part of the pitch um, so I think that that's a very important thing to have. And once you write it once, I mean you can it's not even gonna take you an hour of time to do, mm-hmm. and then you're able to use that with every single pitch you have moving forward. Um So I think that, that that's a great one to have, and you can always update it, you know if you get on new po- I shouldn't say if when you get on new podcasts, mm-hmm. you can update it, you know, with those and stuff like that. Um, so it just is a living document that you can use moving forward. Um, so the media bio is something that I highly recommend. It's not, you know, it's not the sexiest part of what I do, but it's something that like every client that I have come on, I that's the first thing that I do for them is I create that media bio. Um, because I know we're gonna use it in every pitch moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um so that's that's something that that I definitely recommend doing. Um and then I'm trying to think if uh I mean, we talked a little bit about what I like to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to repurposing, I have that different way that, uh, a little bit of a different way that I do research and then the media bio. Yeah. I kind of think those are three big things that I would say, um, you know, mm-hmm. will help you in your podcasting journey.
0: Okay. Um, I think we could talk about the, just the relationship in between the application process and the actual podcast interview. I think no one really talks about that. And what I loved about you is you emailed me the day before, because I think your podcast interview was booked a, quite a while ago. And it was just it was, nice to yes. connect with you again. And and you're like, hey, yeah. is this what we're still going to chat about? And it was just, it was kind of, you know, rewarming the relationship again. So talk about that, yeah. like mannerisms between the podcast host and guest.
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean, I I am someone that... I am going to be prepared before I, I want to make sure that the host and myself are going to get the most out of this experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, and that's why I keep a pitch tracker, which I know you recommend, which is good. But mm-hmm. some, a lot of times when you submit through a uh, online form, which is what a lot of um, podcast hosts have you do, you mm-hmm. don't have a record of what it is that you pitched. So thankfully I have that in a tracker mm-hmm. that I was able to look back at and say, oh, okay, here are the couple things that I pitched. So now I just want to make sure from a or from Lindsay's end that, um, you know, this is what she still wants to talk about, like you said, or which one do you want to focus on? Um, So yesterday when I started to prepare, started to get ready, re-listened to a couple episodes that you've already done. um, Then I, that's when I reached out to you and was like, Hey, I just, you know, which of these topics is it that you were wanting to speak on? Um, and that's just something I like to do to make sure that, yeah, just like you said, we're still in touch that I'm going to make the most of your time, um, Mm -hmm. and be prepared in the way that I need to be prepared, um, for it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I just do believe that by being a guest on podcasts, you are opening that relationship up with the host. And that's one of the best parts Mm -hmm. about being a guest on podcasts. Um, so whether I do that through emails, um, if I'm already connected to them on social media Sometimes I might send a DM just saying, Hey, I'm excited for the interview tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, let me know if there's anything you particularly like, especially want me to focus on something like that. Um, I don't reach out to them 10 times Mm -hmm. before the interview. I don't do something like that. I'm only going to reach out once. Um, And typically it's just going to be a day or two before. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it's all about is building that relationship and both being comfortable with each other because, when you hop on the phone, I mean, when you hop on to do an interview, like, or a podcast like this, essentially you're just having a recorded conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure that, uh, yeah, you both are on the same page.
0: Well, and I think it shows that you care, you know, you, you're going to yeah. you know, spend time with somebody, um, and you show that you care. One thing that I loved about you was you listened to the podcast. And I, whether whether you did or you didn't, you know, some people are like, I loved your podcast guest or show on blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's so <laughs> canned. And yeah. I, I don't believe that about you, but um, so no. many people are just like in it for the, in it for the guest spot. And that's it. And they don't even know what podcasts are going to be on. So it made me happy to know that you listened and that you pointed things out that you heard. And, uh, it, it shows that you care you're, you're spending time with somebody and, uh, and you're, and you're respecting that. I think that's so important, respecting other people's time.
1: Yes, I a hundred percent agree. And you know, that is a big thing for me. Um,
0: before I pitch
1: and I, this is when I pitch myself and on behalf of my clients as well, I, I'm always listening to that podcast before I do and actually listening to it, like not doing two things at once. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I listen to it. I, I, you know, usually listen to more than one, um, just to get an idea of, okay, what exactly like is their angle? What do they go for? What is, you know, what kind of, are they looking for? And, and then I pitch. So That's one thing to keep in mind is I'm never going to send a pitch that I, that I personally haven't put time into, Mm -hmm. um, because I do know that that podcast host will be able to tell the difference.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and you know, I know that they're going to be able to say, Oh, this, this person has put the time in to listen to what I have to say. And time and time again, when I've booked things, you know, that just what you said is what people have said to me. I could tell you actually listen Mm
2: -hmm. to it.
1: And that's what made all the difference in the pitch. Like the pitch itself, the topic ideas were good and all all that other stuff was solid. But I actually knew that like, wow, this, you know, you did take the time to do that and actually have an insight that someone can't just get from reading the Apple podcast summary Mm, of the episode, you know? So I think that that's very, very important. Um, It is why pitches sometimes take it a little bit to send out. You know, that's not something that I can just write in yeah. 10 minutes, unless I'm already someone that listens to the podcast regularly. Um, not that I could write a pitch in 10 minutes anyways. <laughs> I <just laughs> well, I mean, I'm always writing pitches in 10 minutes. Um, no, that's that's not how it works. Um, but, you know, like that, that type of thing. Um, and actually, that was one thing I wanted to say was, you know, you spoke about in your um, episode in regards to podcast pitching, like, you know, maybe taking a few hours a week to do, um, you know, pitching and stuff like that. And I wanted to say that I do it a little differently. That's actually Mm. one thing that I do differently. And that is that I actually do one day, a quarter pitch sprint. Mm. Um, So that's something that for some people like me (laughs) doing a few hours a week is more overwhelming than Mm -hmm. taking one day, a quarter. And this is how I pitch myself. This is honest, honestly, how I pitch myself. I set aside one day, a quarter, and I just get in the zone Mm -hmm. and pitch myself to like 15 different podcasts. Um, And I might have been listening to, you know, I would have been listening to, I kind of know who I'm going to pitch. You know, I keep a running, like I have like a, um, you know, a tracker.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: so I'm able to say, oh, here are the ones I'm going to pitch. So I can be listening to them in the, you know, week Mm. or so to, to coming up to that. And then when it comes to the actual day, like, man, I just get in the zone And I will send out, you know, about 10, 15 pitches um, in that particular day that are, you know, personalized to each podcast host, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, that's a lot more um, doable Mm
2: -hmm. than
1: like saying, okay, I'm going to spend a certain amount of time per week. Mm
2: -hmm. So that was just
1: one thing I wanted to say to your listeners is do know that, you know, there's two ways that you can do it. Whichever one makes sense for you, yeah. Um, to do it, you know. And again, for me, that's setting aside the whole day, really get in the zone, doing it. Um, and it's not an issue of like, um, because sometimes when I say that I do that, people are like, "Oh, but then don't all your podcasts like land at the same time?" And no, mm-hmm. naturally, that's not going to happen because, like you said, like I booked this interview, like I think, I mean, over a month ago, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. type of thing. So, like. That's how this works, right? Like, some people are going to want to interview a week later, and some people it's not going to be for like two months.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so it just kind of naturally falls. I've never really had an issue with like everything just landing at one time or every interview happening on the same day, like, that's never been an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, naturally they will kind of space themselves out. Um, or I might have two podcasts land in a week or something like that, and I'm totally good with that, yeah, (laughs) because then I'm like, I, I feel like at least on my Instagram and stuff like that, like. I'm like, hey, look who's crushing it. <laughs> you know, like so <laughs> I uh, you know, I don't mind, I don't mind that at all. But you know, to me, that um I try to get myself my goal is six podcasts a quarter, so two a month
2: nice. is my
1: ultimate goal. So um, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm going for. And if you think about that, by the end of the year, that's 24 podcasts. Um, yeah. that's
0: a lot of podcast episodes, <laughs> you know, that you've
1: been on. Exactly. And, um, and to me the six or the, you know, two a month, that's, um, a very realistic doable goal. Um, like, I don't feel like that's too much. And I think for most people that that's a, that's a good amount where they feel comfortable doing it and they're Mm -hmm. still seeing the needle moving forward in their business.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I I like that. And I think it's always important to point out, you have to do what works best for you. So right now Mm -hmm. I'm not even, I'm not pitching anybody, but I think what happens when you are on podcasts, they'll start coming to you too. So they almost are doing your job for you. And which is nice because you're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I need to start pitching again, but then, Hey, want to be on our podcast? Sure. Now I don't have to for a while again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're like one spot done. Yes. I, um, (laughs) I totally understand that. I feel that when someone reaches out to me and asks me to be a guest, I'm always like, yes, <laughs> you know, A, because I'm excited to be on their podcast, but B, it's totally like, I'm like, okay, well, there's uh, you know, that's one more towards mm-hmm. that six a month goal. Um, you know, that, that I have done. Um, but absolutely, it is, it is funny. And being a guest on podcasts, you guys seriously will open up the doors to opportunities that you never saw mm-hmm. coming. Um, and that is being other people's podcasts. I've been asked to speak at events um, teach at events, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, all because I was a guest on podcasts. Um, so I just think that's important to note that like the pod doing the actual podcast guesting is a part of it, but you know, you can't even foresee the ways that people, the the things that it's going to change, the ways it's going to change your business.
0: Absolutely. And it's not like you're going live with somebody on Instagram where it's like 24 hours and it's gone podcasting is exactly. such a long, has such a long life. I mean, it's, yeah. it'll, it'll last for years. Cause they're, they're always yeah. getting new listeners who binge download everything. So it's like, totally. it's, it's so worth it. So worth it.
1: What you said is so true. And that's actually what I, uh, I should clarify when I talked about having make sure you have a clear call to action, um, for when you're a guest, make sure that it's an evergreen call to action. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is it's something that you're always going to have up um no. it's not something that's only up you know you're like oh well, I'm just putting this up only for my launch or something yeah. like that because what you said is so true people go back and binge 6 months a year i mean mm-hmm. i still make sales from from podcasts i was on 9 months ago 6 months ago that mm-hmm. type of thing so absolutely when people find a host they like and they find a show they like they go back and listen to a ton of them so just make sure that that call to action is something that they're always going to be able to find you know, on your website.
0: Definitely. Or, you know, sometimes I'll even just have a call to action to DM me on Instagram and I'll get people Absolutely. every week from old episodes. And it's so nice to talk to new people and hear that they were listening yes. to something I recorded months ago.
1: I love that. Yeah. That makes uh, me so happy. That's like the ultimate goal. Yes. You know, it's, you know, you're a guest on podcast or for you, you have a podcast as well. And then you know, you have actual warm leads,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: reaching out to you coming to you. And I, I think that that's just the beauty of being on podcasts is these are people that are now seeking you out. Yeah. You know, yes. you're not having to chase after them, you're not having to do these other things. They heard you on a podcast. Um, and that really ups that trust factor for them, mm-hmm. right? That no like and trust, they were like, Oh, like, I feel like I, uh, you know, I know this person, they clearly know what they're talking about. Like now I actually want to see how I can pursue working together, maybe with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just so important to understand is like, when someone comes to your list from a podcast, that is a warm lead Mm -hmm. that is not cold. They have absolutely, you know, they, they came over to pursue you a little bit more and see what you're all about because they liked what you had to say.
0: And they listened to the end of the episode. And that's huge. yes,
1: Yes, it is. And, it, you know, most people do. So um, that is a question I've been asked before. And it's 88% of people listen all the way to the end of an episode mm-hmm. or not even of people, but 88% of episodes yeah. on, on like Apple podcasts get listened to the whole way through. So typically that is common that people have listened to the whole thing, especially if you've wowed them, which I know mm-hmm. you will with your, you know, things that you're the value you're going to bring. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's, um, they, they are listening to that and like, I'm telling you, they, they do come over to your list. They do become warm leads. They follow you on social media. And it just becomes a fantastic marketing tool for you.
0: Yeah, it does. If you think about the effort that people go through from just listening and then, okay, what's her name going on Instagram, exactly. searching yeah. for you, messaging you, like yeah. that's a huge effort and it doesn't go unnoticed. And I'm, I'm grateful for that every, every time that happens. Cause I think, man, they went through so much work just to tell me hi. Right. And I know. that means yeah. so much.
1: Yes, Absolutely.
0: Okay, Christina, this was a great episode. Um, I'm sure we could have talked for much longer, um, but I know you have some resources. What's your call to action for the Book Your Dream clients <laughs> audience?
1: How did you know? <laughs> um, yes, website where, I, where I'd like to direct everyone to is um, pot, uh, painlesspodcastpitching.com.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I have a you know strategy, a system, the podcast pitching made painless system that I developed that is all about, you know, for people that are just beginning on their journey, kind of how to get started with pitching yourself to podcasts. Um, so that is the, the one thing that I have. And that's for people that are typically over the 1000 subscribers on their email list, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. under 1000 subscribers on their email list. And then if you're over that, um, I do have more high touch, like one on one services that I offer. Um, and so I'll, and that's at publicitybychristina.com. And I'll make sure that Lindsay has that link for the show notes. Um, but I do, um, I have a pitch broker service. So I pitch on clients behalf, um, Mm -hmm. get them booked on podcasts. And then I also have a VIP day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's typically for people who want their teams to start pitching on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have them and a member of their team come together and we do a full day where we get you completely set up get that, that email pitch template written, all that good stuff, find out where we're going to pitch you topic ideas, et cetera, so that your team's ready to just take it and run with it from there. Um, so that's another option that I have as well. Um, finally, you can follow me on at publicity by Christina on Instagram. And that's publicity X Christina. Cause I'm so clever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like I always have to say that because I'm like, Oh, why didn't I do that? I was like, oh, I'm so clever. And now everyone's like, I couldn't find you. I'm like, ah, Um, so you know it's publicity x christina with a ch and um you know i post stories i have fun i have all those um (laughs) those audio clips (laughs) like i told you about (laughs) because i repurpose everything so um you know come on over join the fun
0: awesome well thank you so much for being on the show christina this was fun to talk about and i can't wait for our guests to go and check out your resources and go follow you
1: thank you so much i'm i'm really really excited to be here and i really enjoy your podcast and this has been super fun so thank you
0: yes thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so grateful for you and I want to be sure you are a part of my free community. Go to dreamclientcommunity.com and join our free Facebook group. We have all kinds of cool things happening every single day, so don't miss out. Also, if you love downloading freebies, check out my freebie vault on my website by going to lindsaymaloney.com, selecting freebie vault, and there you can download all the things that will help you start and scale your coaching business. And if you're feeling extra generous, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode.